On this episode of the AIE Podcast... Pet Battle Cheat Sheets... Secret Raids... Children's Week is back... The cookbook is here! The cookbook is here! And we chat with Veil Geek and Stupid Genius about EVE Online. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 144, the Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. Yes, it is. And we thought we were going to be down a Zod this week, but he's here. Woohoo! Yep. Sorry, so. I was sleeping off some uh, heavy medications, and uh, <laughs> luckily, Prank Guest popped the door last minute and said, Aren't you supposed to be doing something right now? So. <laughs> Well, <laughs> kudos, I had been so much trouble if it wasn't for her. Kudos, uh, kudos, prank ass, and kudos, Thank Odd, you. for being here. So, how have you guys been doing? <laughs> oh, I'll go ahead and jump in since I missed the last show. I'm having a blast. Uh, talk about some video games in uh, League of Legends. I got my summoner up to level 30, which is max level. I can now participate in the ranked games, which is where you begin to place yourself against other League of Legends players. Uh, I tried one ranked game. Had my butt handed to me immediately. I'm going to go back and play some normal games for a while to try to learn more of what about what I'm doing. So it's a, <laughs> a different game when you finally get to the top. You know? To be it's fair, like every uh, game. So. That's yeah. It's it, you're. It's like the first time you go into I like LFR. To be fair, most of those bosses you can kind of face roll. But the first mm-hmm. time I joined a raid team, it was a, a a raid team. I think two people had experience. The rest of the people didn't. We. First boss got the floor wiped with us in Karazhan for I don't know how long. So, I, I mean, it's just like every other game. You you hit the max level, and then you learn to do what you need to do. The game begins all over. Luckily, we've got a group of, uh, of uh, League of Legends players in AIE that uh, we've been putting together, trying to put together game nights. We've had one that went really, really well. We're trying to put together more, and uh, most of them really know what they're doing. So I'm just going to follow around behind them and just try to, try to clean up the bodies afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I uh, got my hunter up to level 88, so I'm uh, 88 and a half. I actually hated playing because I heard there's this new uh, experience bonus that's going to come out or mm-hmm. experience decrease for the, yes, next, uh, the next patch. Yeah. So now I'm sitting there playing my hunter doing a quest saying, why am I doing this now? I'll end up knowing this would be worth more if I wait till the match. You'll get but, bumped up. No, you'll get bumped up like how much experience you have in your current level. Well, bump you up so someone no might gain a level or something. Uh, besides, I hadn't played on the Hunter in at least a week, so I thought mm-hmm. I missed him anyway. So, so yeah. Ludra, what have you been up to? Well, I got locked out of World of Warcraft for a few days. What? No! Yeah! That's not I good. Kind of <laughs> Were all the, pet, all the pets complaining? Oh! Uh, they're probably grateful, actually, because <laughs> I've been on this little bit of a, a frenzy uh, with them. <laughs> Oops. And so, no, I was trying to get in to verify some stuff for my segment, and I couldn't get in. And oh. Yeah, I was so, I was really frustrated. I tore my desk apart. I tore my <laughs> husband's desk apart. I uh, I was about to have the kids come home and search the house for my authenticator, and I found it. 
Yeah, rather, for me, I put my authenticator on here because if I've lost this, I have many, many bigger problems that I need to right. solve. <laughs> so, yeah, like... I think I might have to do that. I don't have a smartphone, but I have a tablet. Well, and tablet, I never misplace that. work. It's an Android thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll I, work. I never misplace that. Yeah. So I've been out of that. And then, so after last week's show, I decided to put my money where my mouth is and I downloaded and have been playing very little Lotro. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yes. So, Very little, because I don't have much time. I, no, I, I understand that. So I I, I actually, uh, there was a meetup last Saturday. Um, we met at Harry's Hofbrau, which, oh my God, I ordered an $8 open face like turkey sandwich. It was a, like the entire plate was full. Like <laughs> you cannot go to this restaurant and spend $10 and not walk away going, oh, like I, I'm going to die. I just ate <laughs> way too much food. So it was really fun. Uh, it, it was the, the first one was a little smaller because I know there were some people that live a little further away. But we had, I think, uh, five people there. Uh, mm-hmm. Roloch, who's in the chat room, is there. Uh, we had uh, Adam, I believe, and Oak Dragon. And I felt really bad for Adam's wife because there was a child that had fallen asleep and they wanted to let him nap. So she hung out in the car and then the child that Adam brought in needed feeding. So he brought him out to the car. So his wife like literally spent the meetup time in the car. So I really felt bad. And it was like, should we bring her a soda or something? Like, but it was a great group of folks, like really had a fun time. It was just fun to sit and chat. And we did the meetup at like two in the afternoon and we basically had an entire room to ourselves. So it was, it was really nice to be able to, you know, do that sort of thing. Um, Oh, very nice. And, uh, and I also, I started a new AIE game as well. I started <gasps> Star Trek Online. I downloaded it. Um, I'm, sti- I'm still oh. in the tutorial. Um, did you fly your ship forward? I, I did figure out how to fly my ship forward. It's a, oh, great! It's an Enterprise-looking thing. Like, the saucer goes oh, forward. Oh. That's that's yeah, kind that's, of the way that's it... That's kind of a no-brainer there. <laughs> mine, if mine looked like the Enterprise, I would have had it. That would have just been it. But no, I had to get some weird pointy thing. Yeah, so it's, it's, I mean, it seems really fun. Um, Although even the people who are huge fans of the game that were playing when I was playing were like, oh, by the way, you're going to hate the UI. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? The UI is so not customizable. Like you can move windows around. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I want a separate chat window that I can just see, you know, guild or fleet chat going by. No, you can't have that. So it it was kind of frustrating in that regard in that there's all sorts of stuff scrolling by and I'm probably missing a lot of people in the fleet chatting and there's nothing I can really do about it. So I I will admit the UI is kind of frustrating, but I will certainly poke at it. It's free. Uh, Downloading Mm -hmm. it didn't take very long. So I will continue to poke at the the Romulan expansion. It's going to drop soon. So it's it's been a really, uh, really fun time. So in preparation for the craft fair. So I've frantically been leveling my engineering. So my engineering mm-hmm. is at like 400, uh, probably 430 or something right now. So I did that because I'm actually going to drop mining and start inscription from one at the craft fair. So I've already signed wow. up. I'm ready to go. Um, because wait, it, wait, wait, you, you've been leveling engineering outside the craft fair. 
Yes, because <laughs> I feel I know there's lots of mats. I still feel guilty being like level me, and pretty much all my characters are miners. So I have, but it was like, oh, mining is actually a good source of experience as well. So my hunter's sitting at eighty-five. I've leveled my mining and engineering to about four twenty-five, and I'm gonna drop mining, and so I will learn inscription, and so I will see what the lovely thing of the craft fair has to offer. Like I'm showing up with one skill. And I want to see like how much magic they can do. <laughs> so, you will leave. Did you mats. sign up? I did. I did sign okay. up. I did sign up because I, you know, I want to follow all the rules. Stupid me though. I was looking in the professions thing. I'm like, I can't find the sign up form. It was in the the AIE Azeroth section of the forums. I was looking in the profor- profession section of the forums, so I never actually saw where it was. But Cyrene's like, uh, just go to the AIE Azeroth section. Stupid. Uh, she didn't say stupid. That was me adding that. Um, yeah. And, and she so was thinking. It, right? I, I filled out the Google Doc, and yes, so I, I should be good to go on inscription. But it's I, I'm very curious because I've I've only ever donated mats. I've never actually used the craft fair. So this will be the first year that I will get to experience the full like glory of the the craft fair. I've used it uh, last last year, last time or the time before. I think I did alchemy all the way up from one oh, to, wow. one to max, and they were so oh. helpful. They're like, "Here's here's this batch. Go make these. Go turn them in. Come back, and then we'll get to the next." And I run off and run back. So, and say, here's the next batch. My one yeah, question. Yeah, I did leatherworking, and they got mad at me because my tune was only like sixty five. And they were like, no, you need to keep going. I'm like, the game's not letting me. They're like, no, we need to get rid of this well, stuff. So, so, so that's, that's my question. So my hunter is only level 85. So I don't even, can you get to 600? With yes. that, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure like what the cutoff for each of the available, but I have zero modes of harmony. And I know at some point you need those to be able to get, you know, some of the upper tier stuff. But I mean, if I can hit well, 500, I'm going to be thrilled. No, you'll yeah. need the modes to make the really special super stuff that sells. You'll get 600, yeah. which is regular stuff. Yeah, okay. my inscriptionist is sitting in Ogremar, but she's a cute panda now, so I'm going to get her out of there. And, um, well, scribe, <laughs> not inscriptionist. And um, so, but she's already maxed out. It was the first thing. I even got that up before Eludra by like two points or something, just oh. because it was that easy. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So they have been waiting patiently. We have been chatting rather a lot. And oh my word, Aludra went a little crazy with the news today. (laughs) So we will move into AIE News so we can actually get to our guests. So uh, AIE News, here it is. AIE News. All right. This just in. The AIE cookbook is out and done. Yes. Those of you who've been in AIE for a couple of years have known a couple of years ago, we put together a drive. We wanted to put together a group, uh, an AIE-based cookbook, everybody's favorite little rating recipes, the Sunday night dinners, uh, whatever bacon. it is you do, whatever, bake, everything. I think every, I think bacon's in every recipe. <laughs> so we put together this big drive, put a cookbook out, and it's taken us a while to kind of work through the steps, you know, because we're a volunteer organization and things take time sometimes going from person to person. Uh, but it's finally out. It's done. You can purchase it. Uh, amazing illustrations by the one and only Scott Johnson. We have no words for how long and hard it actually took for us to see this come to light. Uh, now, pardon us for moved to tears because it's a special moment. Really, I said I wasn't going to cry. But um, now, if you want to, if you want to own this special piece of amazing Warcraft and AIE lore, head on over to the Frog Pants store. We have the links in the show notes. You must see it. It's beautiful go buy one yes and i'm looking at it now it's so pretty 
If you're like me and you have not checked out any pet battles in World of Warcraft or are looking for ways to improve your pet battling skill, uh, Katana1976 has posted some great tips and tricks in the forums. Everything from general guidelines to add-ons to specific pets to use when taking on the named pet battle trainer quests. Definitely worth checking out. And if you're an expert in pet battles already, (coughs) Odra, excuse me, feel free to add to the list. Hey, now I could totally be plugging my website every show where I do the exact same thing. I have my own podcast going on that covers all of this, but I respect the safety of the AIE podcast. And we are yes, definitely expecting that. you to go so, in and uh, spruce up those that list of uh, tricks. <laughs> yes, so if you find yourself at battlepet.net, it won't be. Because oh, I there it is. <laughs> No, but it is a really good list. It's very comprehensive and very well put together. All right, so for all you World of Warcraft warlocks out there, I swear you first off you've sprung up like weeds this expansion. <laughs> because they're viable, Sorry. I think is yeah. why. You can now play them for real. Yeah, yeah I know. Cyrene will be giving away three sealed tomes of the Lost Legion by random drawing tomorrow night. Friday, April 26th at 11 p.m. server time. The tomes start a quest line that ends up changing specific warlock spells to use green fell fire. Ooh, green fire. Ooh, pretty. <sighs> yes, I, I, you know, okay, green fire, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a cosmetic change, so you're not even going to be doing higher DPS, but it's very cool, and it's different, and different is really fun sometimes. If you have a level 90 warlock and want to enter the drawing, see the rules and entry posts in the forums. Big thanks to Negrats for donating all of these wonderful tomes. And so if you're listening to this show and you haven't started a warlock yet, um, you might be able to. I, it's, I, I don't know how viable it is to get someone from like if you did maybe the uh, scroll of resurrection and then you like went to 80 and went from 80 to 90. It's possible, but in theory, if you haven't, like last week it was viable that you could have maybe gotten Warlock up to 90. You might be out of luck if you're just starting now. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying that it, your well, chances might be limited. Especially since she's giving them away like right now. No, so, no, no. Fri- if Friday. If you're waiting the last minute. Oh, Friday. This- yes. Yeah, this is Friday. Tomorrow, yes. so 11 tomorrow. p.m. So you do have some time. I'm just saying it's about 24 <laughs> hours. So <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, are you handy with Photoshop? Do you want to show off your chops and help AIE at the same time? The AIE Eve gang needs you. Langtheris has put out a call. Um, should we try it again? Langtheris has put out a call for artists to create some digital images to drive fear into the hearts of our enemies. He's looking for propaganda posters and a corporate mascot. If you want to join the war effort, see his thread in the forums. Yeah, propaganda. You can't say that you get, you know, the chance to do that very often. So, you know, get right. on that yeah, if you're... There are a couple posted already and they actually look really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't forget, AIE is always looking for new games 
for our community members to enjoy. The Imperium Ludi forums are a great place to discover new games that other AIE members are into and begin the GERT process to make them AIE official. Case in point, Roby has a post looking to start an expedition into the new game Firefall. It's a free-to-play MMO first-person shooter, and it looks really good. It's been in development for years, and they just announced the beta. If you're into first-person shooters and you want to get in on the start of a new game and possibly the next big AIE thing... This is for you. I was watching some of the videos from the gameplay of Firefall, and it looks like a cross between Team Fortress and Planetside. It's kind of the space marine wow. team on five on five kind of thing. It actually it looks really good. So I'd be horrible at it, but you know that's same <laughs> here. <laughs> then you get to be on the other team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. The Secret World now has a new raid. Shh. Well. Actually, it's had it for a bit, and somehow we missed this big news. It was, was that secret. big of a secret. Yeah, I know. The Island of Stillborn Stars is not only a really cool name, but it opened on the 15th of this month. It's a 10-man raid, and it sounds pretty awesome, judging by the press release that they have up. So if you play Secret World and are looking for a reason to log in, I think we may have found it. Hi. Rift and the gaming website Raptor, and that's R-A-P-T-R, being the internet cool thing of not having many vowels, <laughs> have a... De- <laughs> I actually love those. They're kind of cool like that. They've teamed up to give you a super... Uh, man, I'm losing today. Uh, Rift and the gaming website Raptor have teamed up to give you super cool new rewards. Raptor is a social gaming site that tracks your gameplay and gives you some interesting stats and rewards based upon your gameplay time. All games, uh, WoW, Steam, you name it, Well, the people over at Rift had decided that they want in on this, and they came up with some pretty cool rewards. All you have to do is meet the condition for the rewards. Mostly, it's just play Rift. And you can earn a Helm or Spalders, or even more awesome, a 30-day time card and the Storm Legion expansion for free. Yes, free game time, free expansion. Just join Raptor and play Rift. To check it out, head over to the Raptor website and see if you qualify. Now, I'm actually a member on this, and it's really crazy. At the beginning of the year, they sent me this thing. They have my they have my Xbox name and my Steam name and my World of Warcraft characters. And they sent me this, well, this is how you've spent your gameplay time. Oh, I don't want to know that. And, <laughs> no, if you think your t- slash played is depressing, wait till how long you get the information, how long you've played Skyrim for. Oh, yeah. No, see, yeah. there's a reason I've never played, like, Morrowind or Skyrim, <laughs> because those are black holes of time. Like They oops. are, but they're so much fun. And it's like, well, compared to this, you're in the top 3% of people who played Skyrim. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It, it, for well. me, it's, I mean, I, I'm playing Nino Kuni, which is, a like, a Studio Ghibli uh, RPG on the PlayStation 3. I'm at 53 hours on that so far. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to play that one. It's it's really like colorful and the story's great and it's very, very Studio Ghibli. So if you like that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, Okay, so it's time to be jealous a little bit. Guild Wars 2 is beta testing custom PvP arena maps and a spectator mode. Relatively soon, players will not only be able to create their own maps to confound and boggle their enemies, but also watch players PvP and maybe pick up a tip or two. Neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. More MMOs need that. All right, so Children's Week is coming back to WoW. Hold your groans. (laughs) Children's Week, or show an orphan a good time for cash, is running April 29th to May 6th this year. 
and players will soon be angrily storming battlegrounds trying to get that lovely school of hard knocks achievement Ugh. where you take your orphan <laughs> into battlegrounds and complete Ugh. a set of tasks is there AKA, a fork i need to gouge my eyes out <laughs> the achievement that keeps more players from getting a long strange trip and a purple proto drake more than any other achievement that is Last so true year, <laughs> I tracked down all of Zod's tunes on the armory. No, seriously. <laughs> Bear with me. Because he still hadn't gotten Long Strange Trip. I still haven't. And I looked Never up will. School of Hard Knocks. And he was one, one thing away from it. So I may, I dragged him along she did. with a group of people. Kicking and screaming. Eye of the Storm. I was like, no, don't make me do it. In wow. the first three minutes of the event. Why do you hate me so much? <laughs> Yep, but then he got it, and now he's a purple proto-drake, and it's Woo-hoo! all because he has stubborn friends. <laughs> yeah, no, which I greatly appreciate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for me, I will never get Long Strange Trip because there are way too many things that have PvP requirements, and life is just too short. Like, yeah, right? I, especially, especially on a PvP battleground. But uh, School of Hard Knocks is the only PvP achievement in... Long Strange Trip, and that is why it is such a problem, because it's PvEers trying to PvP. Yeah. So the PvPers get mad because the PvEers are there, and the PvEers get mad because they're there. Yeah, they're and, like, why yeah. are you people who don't know how to do this here? Go away. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And not only is it just, no, a bad place for people who don't know what they're doing, but it's actually a very difficult achievement to do as it is anyway. Yes. If you're yeah. a PvPer, it's hard to do. Yeah. So, ugh. Okay, and speaking of the impossible to obtain, the first wave of BlizzCon tickets has come and gone. If you were one of the lucky ones to get a ticket, congrats! For the other 98% of us, we have another chance to win the privilege of purchasing a ticket on April 27th at 10 a.m. Right, did you guys get yours? I, I'm I not buying one. Didn't even try. <laughs> I'm not uh, buying one. I'm going to the guild hall. Yeah. That's where uh, the party is. Actually, that's a good point. If you didn't get a BlizzCon ticket, it doesn't matter. Come on down. The guild hall is better. It really and is. we have streaming of the event, and there is food and drinks and guildies. play games. And, oh, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, it's I, awesome. I, I'm definitely planning on making the trip down. I just, I don't know that I would get $175 worth of enjoyment out of a ticket. So yeah, like you get I, that cool bag of stuff though, and I, I really want the pet. I still have the bag of stuff <laughs> from the original BlizzCon. Like I have the big Blizzard bear, and I'm really glad they made that account wide. So now I can mm-hmm. you know ride around on that when I'm PvPing, which I never do. So the I, best thing about <laughs> the, the best thing about the BlizzCon giveaways, besides the fact that they're awesome, is because they, they become great show giveaways for us. So oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a good point. That's love a good point. those. All right, yeah, but I'm and, not paying $175. No, that's, that's a bit stuff. much. Okay, that's all for news. As always, see our show notes for more information on all the news items we covered tonight. We've got links to everything. Everything! And with that, they've been waiting patiently and quietly. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we have Veil Geek and Stupid Genius here to talk about Eve. How's it going, guys? Good, good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Sounds like you have the wrong mic there, Vale. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me see if I can get this working. Hey. Please see. Yay. Yeah. All right. Yay. All on the fly. All right. Yeah. So we're here to talk about Eve and uh, Eve Online. It's a little MMO, space, uh, spreadsheets in space and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, um, well, I, Real quick, I want to show this since I'm on here. I don't think I see it. 
Yay! Yep. Swag bag from last week, last year. Swag bag from last one. Yeah. You okay, grab that out. Uh oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, the first thing I wanted to mention because it happened last week, it was pretty awesome and neat, is the Burn Jita event. Uh, the, um, the, all the way over in Eve, there was um, the goons and test alliance kind of made up for the weekend and decided that we were going to. Take on the world of high sec and oh, we lost, we lost Lil Geek for a second. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Yeah, <laughs> the spies they got him. They got him. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, so he's he's actually he's 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 going to be potentially joining us here shortly in a in the, in null sec to have some fun with us and test. But uh, what I wanted to say is the last weekend the Burn Jita event, Burn Jita two. Um, this is kind of the event that actually got me kind of more interested in Eve Online originally, and so um, what it entails is basically test. Well, it was originally thought up by the goons and um, the Mini Love Alliance inside of uh, the Goons Swarm uh, group, and what basically happened is that uh, the goons decided that they're going to do a war on Highsec and. This weekend, test we joined them, and we decided we weren't going to shoot each other. So, we kind of camped the the large uh, space trade hub <laughs> it, that is uh, Jita. And okay, wait a minute. Let me interrupt real quick. Remind yep. me again. High sec. Is that where it's not safe to shoot each other, or is that where it is safe to shoot each other? Well, if you shoot high sec is is where if you shoot each other, Concord, the space police will come in and more than likely kill the other party unless there's a, a war deck involved. So, so basically, high sec is high security. Like, yeah, high there security, is a security exactly. presence there, and then there's low, low sec and null sec. And null sec is there is no space police. Good luck. Like, you'll <laughs> so need. When you say, <laughs> so when you say goons and Tess are going to take a war on high sec. Do you mean they would take out the police or what? Well, no, no. it's crazy. It, it, the design of it is to 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 take all the industrious care bears like Veil Geek over there, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, try to um, teach them that high sec isn't as safe as they think it is. Because a lot of people think that it's like super safe and there's no, you know, nothing you can cannot get hurt there unless yeah. Lord Senile is teaching you how to play. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> that's that means, what a lot of people or, think. Or yeah. So in World of Warcraft, we call that griefing, right? And in yeah. Eve, that's yeah. a that's called creating content. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's what uh, that's what we do in Eve. So this past weekend was the Burn Jita event. Um, I was going to grab numbers, but I forgot to. So um, the it's let's just say there's a lot of 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 lost money. Hey, look, he has the. Uh, Veil Geek has the picture behind him that uh, that uh, I wanted to get. I have the... Uh, oh, nice. The ca- uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I get distracted easily. You frog pants nerds. Ooh, shiny, <laughs> shiny, shiny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got the I got the nerdtacular thing over there, too. Yes. My, no, I, I, I did notice that. Uh, so, so Ras said 145 plus freighters died. So, yes. freighters is how large of a ship are we talking here? You're... Um, yeah. You want me to talk about this? That's kind of my specialty. So. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm an industrialist. I, I've got a freighter. Um, 
freighters are you're looking at 1.8 billion isk roughly 1.6 wow. to 1.8 billion isk um just you know for reference uh, one isk actually let me just say half a million isk is equal to about 20 dollars um so you can buy <laughs> one plex in and buy it so basically i mean real world equivalent for one freighter you're looking at 24 to 20 30 bucks for a freighter a little more um mm -hmm. Wow. And it's just thirty bucks for internet pixels. It's amazing. I love it. But uh, so I mean, these guys are. He says to a looter who buys all the pets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and these guys are flying these big, expensive ships around, and uh, you know that doesn't even include what's in them. You see, yeah. you'll see ships get blown up there. We're talking. I've seen what was that one a while back? Like sixty billion esque in there. You know, yeah. like th three, four thousand dollars in a ship. Oh, wow. you don't fly around like that in EVE? Even I know that! <laughs> you don't do it! So, well, you can in high-sec, and, you know, we talked about the high-sec presence, you know, Concord. Well, the, the, that presence is relative. Every um, system has a different um, security rating, uh, 10 being, or 1.0 being the highest. Concord will pretty much immediately respond. If you have to fly through, like, a 0.5 system on your way to a trade hub, Concord response time, you're looking at 20 to 30 seconds. And, you know, a group wow. of these these guys in test and these guys in goons teaming up, I saw one kill of theirs that they linked. It was like 55 players. You don't stand a chance against 55 players. <laughs> no. And, you know, there's an argument to be made that high sec is not safe enough. Um, these guys will tell you that high sec is way too safe and Care Bears make way too much money. You know, it's it's conservatives versus liberals. It's, it's you know, it, it's the whole same story in, it, in EVE. That's it does what makes intrigue EVE great me, though. Politics. It, it does. It's, it's an entirely different game. I mean, it's beyond yeah. everything any other game does, which is what makes Eve sound so cool. Well, and, and for me, it intrigues me because I would totally be the Care Bear industrialist. Like, that, yeah. that, that is me to a T. Like, I want to propel the war machine. I want nothing to yes. do with the war machine, but I want to propel the war machine. So. Well, and I'm trying to get these guys in test. I'm like, hey, buy my ships, buy my ships, you know, because I've got several <laughs> good, uh, some blueprints that are researched hey kid, well and want to buy a ship <laughs> exactly like let me let me pawn this off on you <laughs> wow that's so i so man if this game were free to play i would be there but it's just mm, and yeah. so you wanted to mention a little bit about that that you can actually play the game to the point that it is free but i wanted to know how much time that is actually needed to do that Right? I wish we had Wolf Glenn here right now because <laughs> I, I think he's kind of uh, been there, done that a little bit. But you can play the game for free. You can either play the game to have shiny pixels on the screen or you can play the game to, for free. And I, I have two accounts. I'm guilty. And uh, <laughs> one feeds the other. I, I, the second account I've been able to plex, which means mm -hmm. you know basically buy the in-game currency to pay for the account for that month for free. Um, I've been able to pull that off a couple months, but... I'd rather just pay for the two accounts and go out and have fun and have, have money to blow and ships to lose and, you know, be a little more flexible when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. So so you can make it free, but you actually have to try. That's an It's a time suck is all you it gotta, is. I you mean, got to work at it like dailies and wow, huh? But 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 I'm Zod. Don't they know this? It should just be free. <laughs> you can call it a grind for sure. <laughs> Stu, what do you think? I mean, I, your world's a lot different than mine because well, – Rassles I live in high sec in... and it's harder to make money. You guys yeah. just people feel just throw money on top of you. You guys, yeah. it's just so easy to be rich out there. 
So Rast uh, said in the chat room, he says that you can make uh, in a few hours, you can make enough to buy a Plex and play for free for a month. And that's actually what I'm doing on one of my accounts is I rat a little bit and I also do some market trading, which is, is basically taking stuff from HiSec, having shipped out to NullSec, and then being able to make some money by selling it here and where people are and they don't want to have to buy it in, in Jita and pay for it there. So it's like, you know, anything else. Like uh, you guys are just having a conversation in the chat room about how much a sandwich is <laughs> in different places. <laughs> and, you know, the guy, the guy in Alaska was saying it was like 14 bucks for a sandwich or something like that. So it's just a matter of, I, you know, I, t- I buy the sandwich in San Francisco for eight bucks or whatever. And then I fly it to Alaska and sell it for 14 and I make some money. <laughs> and and I, I, I will trade his mortgage for mine any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so um so but that's so Ras said a few hours in null second you can buy a plex like it so but that's a few hours of you better hope no one steals your stuff or blows you up in null sec or well, there's, there's a little bit of no one blows you up you don't really have to worry about loot uh anybody stealing anything of yours in, in null sec because you're pretty safe um you can do ratting in Nolsec, contrary to the, to the title, is actually fairly safe. That's where I, I've been living. I think since the last time we were on the podcast, um, I was still in test, uh, still in uh, Texas or Texas for eat when I last time I was on for Eve. So now we've I've even moved out. I've moved out with uh, um, Hoots and Rast and all them out to Nolsec. And so I actually am trying to get uh, Veil Geek to join us out in Nolsec. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Gomez. I just want to. I want to feed the war machine. It's... <laughs> you don't want You don't want to shoot people. You just want uh-huh. to make it so people can shoot people. Somebody has to be that guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> but Link and I have a had, Link and I and Hoots all had a conversation the other day of you know we feel way safer in Nolsec than we do in Highsec because in Highsec. There's unknown quantities, whereas we know how to move in null sec in a way that we're not going to get hurt. And there's not as many people around. So uh, if somebody comes in that we don't know, we can we handle that very differently than in, in high sec because there's so many people around. You kind of just you have to get used to people being around. So it's, it's kind of like um, being in the woods. If you're in the woods and there's someone who you see someone you're going to be a lot more on alert because you're like what is this person doing around me whereas mm-hmm. if you're in the middle of san francisco and someone walks by you it's not a big deal oh okay could you imagine being on high alert in a big city that wouldn't end well <laughs> <laughs> so um but i did some quick number crunching and from what i found online approximately 573.2 billion isk was lost this weekend or this past weekend in Bernjita, wow. which is approximately two, $22,930 <laughs> if they pay all played it back in, in Plex, which Plex is about $20. That's yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah, now this didn't actually cost anything out of somebody's pocket. Not necessarily, some no. Guy well, who's, it costs who, time, certainly. Yeah, it costs time, and but when when it has an equation to real-world money, that doesn't mean somebody we, they ruined some poor man's life because <laughs> he invested too much in the game. So I, I do have a question. So you both have at least two accounts. You don't have to tell me how many you have. Is there anyone who plays Eve even remotely seriously that has one account? Like Theris has one account. Um, I don't 
know anybody else off the top of head. Cooch just recently got a second account because he wants to make more money so he can actually pay. He's gonna be, and he's gonna be able to actually pay off that account on his own. It's kind of at the point where if you play one account in Eve, you're not gonna have enough money to and uh, to do what you want to do. Whereas if you have more than one account in Eve, you can get a lot of what they call passive income. Like it's kind of like what I do with the market trading. Whereas I don't have to be online to get the money. I can put stuff on the market, let people buy it, and then I'll get the money just coming in as people buy stuff. I'm sorry, that sounds like a brilliant business plan. Eve <laughs> Online, the game you can't just have one account for. Right? They love they right? love that publicity. Well, that's the thing is like is is Eve loves people. But I mean, they have promotions all the time where you can get second accounts and third accounts. Um, they they called it like the power of two is a, is a popular one and basically they have it's a deal where you have your current account and then you buy another account linked to that current account and they give you six months and it's a huge discount on game time and uh it, it's a really good deal if you're looking to get a second account so you have to be on the lookout for it but um yeah they they totally want you they totally encourage of course they do. <laughs> buy eight accounts it's awesome please come on in <laughs> So, um, so someone, I, I, I believe it was Adam that had came, had come to the meetup that had said that there was a, you could get a, a year of Eve for 99 bucks. Is that like a current promotion going on or what, what is it? Do you got, do either of you know, like what that is? The I only thing I don't. think is, is just, you can pay directly out of, cause CCP actually it's, it's like, wow, in regular game time, if you just pay, um, they give huge discounts to, for the longer you pay. I don't know the top off my off the top of my head how much it is. Okay, um, I can look it up in a second. But um, yeah, they typically CCP will give huge discounts like Wow and, and reduce the monthly cost to play uh, month after month if you pay them directly. Because Plex for all for all of the the talk that we we have given it is is more expensive to to do it because the base price is around nineteen ninety nine. Uh, for one plex uh, this weekend because it's fan fest which we'll get into a bit in a, in a little bit um, is it's on it's they have sale so it's uh, it's 14 or sorry it's a 1750 uh, for a plex so it's a little bit cheaper but even that is not that's that's more than the traditional 15 bucks a month you pay for uh, okay an MMO so th they're actually getting more money by doing the plex than if you just did a monthly subscription with them so okay that's for for people who aren't familiar with it, what is Plex? Plex is, is a short short term for uh, pilot license extension, uh, and it's it's a uh, type of currency in the game that you can buy from E uh, buy from CCP, CCP that owns Eve. They're the company behind it, like Blizzard is behind WoW, and you can directly buy it from them. It's completely legitimate. There's no like you know Chinese traders or anything crazy like that. And you can pay them money, and then you can either you have two things you can do with it. You can redeem it on your account and add thirty days of game time to your account, hence the name pilot license extension. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or you can sell it in game for in game currency, and this is the only uh, EULA approved way to take real money and buy in game money, uh, in game uh, isk, or, you know, currency. Okay. So you can take that when you buy it from CCP, or if you buy, uh, you know, however you get it. Um, get it from a friend or whatever um, and then you sell it on the in-game market like the auction house and you get approximately right now it's right around 500 million isk which is gotcha. so it's like taking a 30-day game card or something like that and exactly putting it in the exactly. auction house yeah and so gotcha. there's a lot of places nowadays that like um, 
they encourage you, like Eve fan sites and stuff like that. They'll encourage you to buy what they call GTC um, game time cards, and you can actually buy it uh, sixty days game time from them, and then you can actually redeem it from CCP and get Plex out of it if you wanted. And then you could choose, okay, I want to put thirty days on my account, and then I want to ha- I want to sell the other on the market. Um, so and. Because it's because it's an item in game like anything else, it could be lost in the game just like anything else. So, <laughs> so don't carry ten around, of these on your ship as you're flying around, and then you oh, get it happens. <laughs> it happens all. Oh the time. my gosh! So somebody can just come and steal your plex out of your ship. You know, they kill you, they salvage, they get your plex. Yep. Uh, well, they have to blow. Yeah, they have to blow up your ship, and then it has to drop. And whenever it, whenever when we say drop, when a ship is blown up in a PvP scenario, there's a dice roll on whatever's in the cargo and whatever's in the on the ship, and it's RNG whether something is dropped or not. And if it's dropped, then you get it. But it's 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 entirely based off the stack. So like the other day. Um, Veil Geek and I were looking at a kill board that had a guy of like, what is it? It was a 16 or like 40 plex. I can't remember. I it's 23, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So like 23 plex, which is, um, Whoa! two years you know, of game time. Yeah. Just, just under two years yeah. of game time. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and this guy had it in his cargo hold. He had it in a ship that was not very well fit, which is basically like going out and like basically naked. In Wasn't that the shuttle? Armor. It was the shuttle. I thought the twenty three was the uh, was the orca poorly fit. Okay, orca. well maybe the shuttle was forty three. Either way, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, so th- it happens all the time in Eve. Either people who are stupid and they fly around with flex in their cargo hold, or what I've heard some people do or uh, do is when they're ready to really quit Eve, is they take all their assets in Eve and they sell it on the the in game market, you know, auction house, buy as many plex as they can with the leftover isk that they've gotten from selling all their stuff and then put it in a shuttle and then they just log off as their shuttle floats off into space and then someone blows up the <laughs> shuttle so <laughs> so yeah. every player in the game is basically a boss mob with their own loot table. Uh potentially <laughs> depends Could be. on what they have. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. That's hilarious. I love it. I mean, it. not everybody, nobody's smart flies around with the Plex in their um, cargo hold. Where well, do you put them then? Unless oh, they're the being bank? guarded. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm flying to a place to sell it. I have a, like, small squadron flying with me to make sure that I get there in one piece. Uh, typically, well, you there's, there's a couple things you could do. You can fly, you could just scout it yourself. Like, so we, a lot of us have two accounts, so you could just take that second account and fly a couple jumps ahead of yourself to scout yourself. And so you can watch to make sure nobody's in, in the way of your going, wherever you're going. And more than, depending on your routes and stuff, you just be careful, use cloaks, that sort of thing. And you're more than likely not going to have any issues. Um, you really don't need actual protection around you. Um, because if you're going to, unless you are looking for a flight or you're expecting someone to be blocking you, like if someone knew you're moving a bunch of Plex and they wanted to block you, then that could be an issue. Um, oh, but if you move in a larger group, you're going to be more noticeable. Yeah. Like that's if correct. you're a single yeah. ship yeah, flying, you're going to be far less available on radar or correct. the equivalent. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, a lot of Eve, especially NullSec works off Intel and Intel channels. So test Alliance, which is the one that AIEU is in. Is has a an entire um, uh, portion of it dedicated to um, Intel. So whenever you see anybody in like flying around that you don't know, or Eve works off um, standings. So if I see if I see Veil Geek when I'm flying around, I don't and I don't have a a uh, contact um, st- 
a, a standing set for him for a contact set for him and my alliance doesn't or my alliance or my corp doesn't have a standing set for his or his corp then what's going to happen is is he's actually going to be show up as um no, neutral or gray and when he shows up as gray in nullsec that's just as bad as being like a super bad dude because you don't know what their intentions are they could be good they could be bad it doesn't matter okay so, so their transponder is saying oh we don't have any information on this target yeah like, so good luck okay so when i when i in in test see uh, someone who i don't know is a neutral or a bad person i then take that and report it into our respective intel channels which are basically like in-game chat channels then that gets taken and test has external tools that then take that in they have people that are running these that kind of like basically scrape the chat and then dump it onto like a google map thing that looks like the universe of eve Nice. And then you can see when there's people in contact <laughs> in certain areas. So you can see when there's uh, hotspots or there's a fleet roaming around and stuff like that. So it's it's incredibly complex, all of that um, um, stuff. But it, it's definitely you can you can tell when people move around if you have people mo moving around with them. So if there's a huge fleet coming around and someone saw it, they call it out in Intel, and then you see it in your Intel map, and then you can either avoid it if you have your Plex or whatever the case may be. Okay, so you guys mentioned that FanFest is either currently happening or is going to be happening shortly? Yeah, it's happening right now. Avail, you were going to talk a bit about that? Yeah, um, going on right now. It's in Iceland, so I actually saw some really great photos last night. Those guys are having a lot of fun. Um, somebody caught the uh, the Aurora Borealis, so there's some northern nice. lights flickering around up there. <laughs> nice! Yeah, they, they're due to a lot of drinking and then partying and just having a good time i mean and it's you're rubbing elbows with the devs i think it's a little less hollywood than blizzcon would be would well be. to be fair it's iceland so exactly <laughs> it, it, it would be like if they put blizzcon in kansas and um <laughs> but, uh, and no offense to kansas i'm actually from there i lived there for 20 years so and it's it's awful but anyways um <laughs> email <laughs> <Bill Geekend. laughs> but fan fest you know it's a lot of fun they do a similar thing with fan fest where you can um order the live stream um, the live stream, it, interestingly enough, you can pay for with cash or with a Plex. So <laughs> if, if you're space rich and you have plenty of Plex laying around, you can just kick one over, back over to CCP and buy the live stream, which is nice. great. Um, they did or do if you some... loot somebody exactly. who's just swimming yeah. in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I will point out that as of right now, CCP has Plex on sale for seventeen fifty, so it's actually cheaper to buy a Plex and then sell it back to them to buy to buy the the monthly is to buy the the fan the, fest. Nice. The fan fest ticket itself. So. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I'm just saying, go out, loot some people, get some Plex. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, and the nice thing is they've also done a little bit of free content too based on, you know, if you pay for it, you get an HD stream. Um, but I did watch last night, they did a uh, symphony of all, the symphony orchestra played the whole soundtrack for Eve. Which Excuse is a me, really good soundtrack, ladies and gentlemen. Which is a really I have good the soundtrack. soundtrack. Like, I don't play the game, but I have the soundtrack. It's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I got to, I watched that a little bit online and um, moving, beautiful, it was great. So um, they're doing some cool things over there right now and, I want to go really bad next week, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, ticket to Iceland I probably set you back a bit. Yeah, the um, I believe all the FanFest content, or mo a majority of it, will be released on CCP's Twitch.tv stream, which is just Twitch.tv/CCP. Um, they are going to release it in SD standard def. 
But if you buy the FanFest ticket, you get uh, the HD stream and a whole bunch of in-game items as well. So it's kind of good to use that if you're planning on watching it. You'll get a nice HD stream. I watched a little bit of the HD stream last night. It was really high quality. Um, I didn't get to watch very much of the Symphony itself um, because I was um, I was planning on catching it again because it's they have it on video on demand once you've uh, once you've purchased it, so you can actually go back and watch it. But I wasn't there to watch it live, but I watched a bit of the beginning of it, and they have really it looks it's very well done. It's not like a cheapy uh, you know two guys and a camera sort of thing. It was very well cut in plenty of angles, and they were moving all around the orchestra. It was it was or yeah, it looked very very. So yeah, what you're saying is the AIE podcast now needs dynamic cameras. <laughs> <laughs> to make us more interesting. Yeah. So we need an orchestra. We're, we're going to have to Kickstarter need... that, I think, in order for that to be a reality. I've spent all the money yeah. I can. It's not... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I just one, spent more today. <laughs> one clarification I wanted to make, and someone mentioned in the chat room, about moving Plex, you actually don't need to move it to redeem it. So if you just want to buy it and put it on your account, or if you want to buy it and then if you want to transfer it to an in-game item, you can do that without having to move it. All you have to do is be in the station, and then there's a button in the in-game interface that says, you know, give me my Plex. So if you go to CCP and you buy a Plex, they have the option of then allowing you to tell, tell it when you want it, when you want it. So all you have to do is like go to Jita and then say, "Give me my Plex," and then you can sell it directly. Sorry, hit the mic. Uh, you can sell it directly at Jita for low cost, um, or for okay. or, or better cost. So whereas, so essentially, should... like that, the only the only reason you would actually be moving Plex is if you wanted to sell it in another means. If you want to sell it in another location, then then you uh, got it from. Or if okay. someone gave you a plex, or something dropped a plex, you know, like someone you killed dropped a plex, and you had to move it, that would be the only case. Because once uh, once you have a plex, you you can move it into uh, they call it like redeemable items or something like that. Um, but once you have it in game, you can't move it. Um, uh, magically from one place to the solar system to the other. That's one thing that's really interesting about Eve is there's no like magic mailbox where you can send it from one place to the other and it just arrives there. You have to take it from one place to the other and then risk you know the adventure from one to the other. You can't just jump around. So as you were saying earlier, when you sell things, you you actually have to transport them to the area you want to sell them in. It's like a big auction house, but not like a game wide auction house. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you can just you can just do it and then you get it in the mail. You actually have to you have to. I have to pick a region and a location that I want to sell something, and then I have something. In my case, I don't have the 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 characters or the skills to actually move stuff myself. Um, in the means that I want it moved, so the, there's services called Jump Freighter services that you pay. Um, intergalactic U-Hauls. Yeah, it's, intergalactic U-Hauls and Rift, or not yeah. Yeah, it's basically a, a courier it's service. It's Sue. It's his voice. For yeah. some reason, Rift. Sorry. Yeah. So it's a courier service that just you pay to have it move from one place to the other, and then that's all I do is I move it from one place to the other, and then I sell it on the auction house or in the market. So. So um, I, I have a question regarding that. So this is an in-game service, or can you actually contract a player who does have that particular skill set? This it's a player. player. This is a sandbox. Wow. All players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing in there is provided. Nothing in the game's really provided as a service. Like in WoW, we're kind of spoiled. You come to realize if you play Eve for twenty minutes, there, there's really like <laughs> you need yeah. anything you need has to come from another player more or less. And so some of them have actually set up businesses that are intergalactic U-Hauls and nice. FedExes yeah. and such. There's, there's <laughs> this is for everything in Eve. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a universe. It's a sandbox. There's no like magic. 
magic in the background or anything like that is, you know, everybody, as I, we said a bunch of times on here, um, you know, everything in the game is created. So ships, they, um, FERPs, they have to be, uh, materials have to be mined. That's where Veil Geek comes in. He mines the stuff. <laughs> he moves it. He here, moves here. It to here, a here, man. research <laughs> location. He, you know, then he, or sorry, not research location, a uh, manufacturing location, you know, puts in a manufacturing thing and starts building a ship out of it. You know, one day later, six days later, however long that it takes, depending on skills, uh, pops out a ship. And then you have a ship that was man that was made out of, you know, his time and money and all of that costs money. So, and I just want everybody to know my ships are free trade. No slave labor or botting is used in the process of making my ships. And you should buy from me. 100% organic. Oh, nice. Free range. Free range. This is basically a real life in space. That is a very good analogy. And that's actually one of the best analogies I've heard when I first started playing is, is don't think of it as a game. Think it as a, of it as a virtual reality, real life simulator. It's an economy simulator. Which is why the people that are ahead of uh, like large corporations are very successful at being CEOs of corporations in this game because it's an economy simulator. It's an economy simulator, a social simulator, a political simulator. (laughs) It really is. It's a it's a space flight simulator. It's everything. Yeah. Parents, if you want your kids to be successful in life, <laughs> Eve online. A computer. <laughs> oh, oh, I would so, not suggest be- that. <laughs> Speaking of ships, I wanted to bring up uh, Rast, our uh, our CEO of AIEU, wanted us to mention that uh, we have two uh, opportunities that we get. Uh, the AIEU Corporation gives out ships to uh, players that either can't afford them. Or um, it, it just they don't they weren't able to fit them for whatever reason. So we have what we call AIE de- underscore free, which is kind of our version of test free. Um, basically, we give out free uh, low end ships, um, typically like frigates, thrashers, like maybe cruisers. Or sorry, not thrashers, um, destroyers, cheap stuff um, that we want you to just go up, blow up, have fun, you know that sort of thing. Whatever you can do to you know either help out a fleet or just help out yourself or just have some fun. Um, this one's on us. Go yeah. <laughs> and the other one, the other one that we have is called, uh, basically it's a, a doctrine ship uh, loans. So um, test AIEU as a member of test uh, test has a number of uh, fleet doctrines. Um, this can be anything from Fox cats to, Yolo cats to um, these are these are all different names for different types of ships and how they're fit and how they'll be used in specific scenarios. Um, uh, the rook uh, or yeah the the rock, um, which is like a sniping boat. All these are like different types of ships um, that would be uh, take a really long time to go into. But um, what we've done is fit them all out for you. Put in some ammo. And then you can borrow them. All you have to do is contact an officer, excuse me, in game, and let them know that you're going to go on a fleet, and say, "Hey, I'm going to go on a fleet. I need, you know, I need a ship for this or that." And they say, "Okay," uh, and they give you the ship. And then once you're done, you just have to return it. So those we don't want you to blow up with, unless your fleet just blows up. <laughs> so at, at times you can't help it, but that's what insurance is for, right? So yes, correct. So yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so, so I, I will definitely, uh, like, are you guys coming to Nerdtacular this year? 
Of course, yeah. This is okay. my fifth year. So, so Veil yeah. Geek, I'm definitely going to have to hit you up because you're one of the few people that I've talked to in EVE that actually plays the game like I would be playing it. So <laughs> I will talk. definitely have to chat with you this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a push on some of these guys to get a high sec division going again. Um, I'd love to see us doing some more activity in the high security space and bring some of us Care Bears over into high sec. <laughs> So um, I like it there. I'm going to stay there. I, I, you know, I'd love to come out and be able to somehow get in, um, get the standing that I need to come out and fly with these guys and test. Um, I would love, you know, I'd love to figure that out. But uh, I, I, we need to work on that as far as, you know, bringing, bringing the two back together a little bit and having some kind of high, high security presence. Okay, just a reminder, yeah. for anyone who might uh, listen to this show and suddenly decide they've got to jump into EVE, uh, how do people get into the guild? How do they get into the game? How do they find you? Well, they can contact me or Stu, and we will hook them up with a 21-day free trial. Um, yeah. We can provide those codes to do that. It helps us out, and um, you know, and we'll be there to help you guys out too. Um, you yeah. know, we're, we're AIE, so uh, mm-hmm. talk to us. Um, so, I'm Vale Geek on Twitter at Vale Geek on Twitter. So hit us up. Um, we can definitely help you guys out. Yeah, but, what I what I typically say, and, and I don't know if Vail Geek would do this. What I'll typically say is, uh, with twenty one day trial, if you then upgrade to a full account, and there's some stipulations on how you do that, like you have to buy directly from CCP or whatever. If you upgrade to a full account, you'll you'll give us a plex by doing so. And then what I typically do is I'll I'll sell that at the clear uh, the market hub, and then I'll split the cost or I'll split the profit. I'll give you half, and so it gives you a big chunk of starting capital. So that's like two hundred fifty thousand or two hundred fifty million credits, folks. That's yep. that's, that's, a that's lot. what that's what Stu is offering yeah. right here. If you upgrade your account, he will give you two or roughly. Two hundred and fifty million. Uh, Correct. Yep. I I will give you two hundred and fifty million nine hundred ninety nine thousand and one <laughs> because if you play Eve long enough, you'll learn that there's people in there that are always adding that one penny or to undercut you in the marketplace. <laughs> well, it's so, capitalism at its best. It is. It is. So I, I got your number, Stu. I'm adding that extra one percent of an inch. Okay. Oh. Well, I do want to throw out there that we we Hoots and I have a billion isk on the line to try to get. Uh, uh, Veil Geek out to Nullsec, so wow. <laughs> I keep bringing this up. We <laughs> we keep trying to get him out here. So um, the the thing that we said was is he, he comes out here and he loses his orc, um, not orc, orca, not orca, orca, yeah, yeah. If he loses his orca and he's not and he's uh, flying smart like we uh, advised him to, then we will pay him one billion isk. <laughs> Well, so you have officially been called out. So uh, probably roughly 2,500 to 3,000 people will now know that you have been called out on the AIE podcast. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) Um, I've lost an orca before, and um, there were tears. It was awful. (laughs) Um, That's a story for another show, but it's a really amazing story about the better side of Eve. Um, I've told it on the the Cap Stable podcast. Oh, yeah, Cap Um, Stable. Another fine AIE yeah, product, plug, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Capstable.net. So um, is there anything else you guys wanted to cover? We need to wrap up here relatively yeah. soon. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to cover a little bit more about how to get into AIE oh, yeah. proper. I saw um, ask the question. That's Yeah. <laughs> so um, what you would do is you'd actually, uh, first you'd actually have to create your account. And you can be in the 21-day trial, but give it a couple days because I think it's like three or four days once you created a trial account. Um, and then you have to go into Umami, and there's a, it kind of walks you through it. You have to create a, a, a API key, and it tells you how to do that. It's 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 kind of weird, 
Um, but it just basically lets us know you're not a spy um, and you're not trying to take advantage of the court. So what like he's that. saying, ladies and gentlemen, is this is not like any of the other AIE games. Like they want information on you before you join. Yeah. So you're not a spy. God, you gotta have a background check. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a background check. Yeah. Uh, my um, only concerns, Mike. I actually had a test a trial account, you know, um, three years ago, and I like my account name, so that'd be the account I want to use. You could probably so, bring it back. It, I mean, uh, um, Eve Online has hit ten years this year, and wow. um, they're actually just completing their tenth year as a uh, MMO. So they, I believe, they started in two thousand. Would that be like 2003? Three, I guess. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I couldn't do math. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're moving on to their their what they're calling their second decade um, of Eve, and um, so there's they've been around a while. So I don't think that account just disappears. So if you ever wanted to get back in, you probably could. I'm gonna go look it up. See if it's still there. Yeah. So um, I do have one question. Um, yep. So I have an ancient ancient box of Eve. Would you guys still be able to get a benefit if I actually use that box? I mean, I don't even know if the thing will install because it might be an ancient... No, no, no. What you do is you download it and then you give them the code from it. <laughs> I don't know if this has website. a code. Like, this yeah. this is this is the link <laughs> from the year 2000, I think. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it runs on yeah. Windows 98 ME <laughs> or Windows 2000 or XP. Well, so. I know all the expansions are free, so you wouldn't have an issue there. Um, okay. The only thing would be getting figuring out how, how to activate it. You may have to contact CCP support for that. They'll be like, I where did you get that? There's a way to do it on the account management page, <laughs> yeah, too. I, I don't think there'll be a problem actually activating it, as long as it's like you know a, a full retail version that has a key somewhere. Um, they okay. could probably do it. Because um, it, yeah. it says free month of game time. So if I yeah. can like get in the game and like play for a couple months and not have to pay... Like twenty one day free well, trial and then yeah. twenty one, you know, a free month. That's yeah. I should clarify that once you do the twenty one day trial, you can and you upgrade to your account. You can upgrade to your account immediately. So you can like start a twenty one day trial. Three days later, you decide, oh, I want to play Eve. You upgrade it. Then you'll have you know fifty or like what is it like forty eight days of game time. Oh, you don't. Okay. So it doesn't. There once you've bought the game, even if you're still in the trial period, it'll it just tack that, on, that yeah. time on. Okay, that's mm -hmm. that's great. That's so they're not eating up any of the free time that you get. They just add it on to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yep. And is that basically what they do with Plex as well? If you redeem a Plex, it'll just tack that that time on to the end of your account. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, the only exception is I don't know for sure, and I've never done it, so I, I, it's just a matter of me not knowing. Um, if you can upgrade from a trial to a full account using Plex, I think you need to purchase the game, which is it's like that you can do for like five bucks without game time. Yeah. So here's how it works. Once you get your game, your trial account, I'm actually logged in right now with an account I don't use. Um, you can click on the game time. <laughs> you, you go, it's an old account. I didn't even know it exists. They actually emailed me about it. Um, and then you go to upgrade this account. You get to the select product page. It gives you a list of different um, monthly plans you can pay for. So 12 months is $131. And at the bottom of the page there, it says, do you have a CD key or ETC, which is a Eve time code. So you can add it in right there and pay and upgrade the account that way. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, very nice. I will, I will have to check. Like, I, I keep, I, after Nerdtacular, I might be in there. 
I, I feel like I, I definitely I would, need yeah. to sit down with you and, and, and talk, talk. It's definitely it's something that I would suggest having someone to help you through. Definitely. Um, it's a very boring game by yourself. I, I, I will fully admit um, it is. A That's why I stopped playing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, I was with AIE, but I wasn't like high enough to do anything with them. So I kind of was left out a lot. It just wasn't fun. Well, as, a, as an old AIE propaganda piece says, um, uh, heroics from day one. So within one day of training, we can get you into something that could See, um, be a, really awesome. I'm calling shenanigans right there because well, that were, didn't happen for me. You so, were in high sec before. If you come out to AIU, we can be different rogues from day I one. did go out to where AIU was. Yeah, but who did you, you have Lord like, Senile just... training you. That that doesn't yeah. count. That... <laughs> Lord Sinai was in high sec, and so there was limited things you could do in high sec. But what we're talking about is is being able to sit in the rifter and then being able to do fat what they call fast tackle. You can do that within about a day and a half of training, um, and you can be very effective in fleets. And you're almost always welcome to be on a fleet um, as a fast tackle. So um, if you wanted, if someone really wanted to do something on the first day, we could definitely figure it out. Okay, we 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 will we will. Uh, man, I hate you guys. Know, Every time between, you're on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> between WoW and League of Legends, I just I need more time. Well, I will I will say that as Eve is one of the easiest games to play a second MMO with because there are times when you can just let it do it because it does have the training while you're not there. Right. So right. you you don't have to like right now. I'm training a bunch of things on my on my accounts that um, you know I don't need to be there to do it. But if I log on, I can do what they call ratting or basically killing pirates in order to gain income. I can do that and still let my tr uh, accounts train to what I'm trying to get into further on down the road. Oh, okay. So you, you so, can be advancing towards your end goal while still like getting additional income and such. Yeah. So I okay. could, I could hop over to, you know, I'm playing a bunch of different games right now, Rift, um, Defiance a little bit, but so I can play those different games and not have to worry about well, am I logging into Eve enough to make it worthwhile? Because I'm still progressing all 30 days of game time. I'm as long as I keep something in my queue, I'm training and then you know keeping it going. So, um, two final things I wanted to say: uh, AIE, we're trying to recruit a bit more. So, um, if you're looking to get in, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already a member of AIE. So, um, we um, have kind of lightened the restrictions on current AIE members. Um, so you get, we won't look at you as closely or do the background check, the full background check. That we used to do. So, do you um, still need a firstborn child? <laughs> no. I've got one. If you want. No. Well, we'll let you keep. Those. Me too. He's all mouth um, and sass. So, <laughs> so we'll, um, yeah. So we're looking to have some fun with that. If you're wanting to get into it, never heard of it, or, or I've never played it but heard of it. Um, Either contact me. I'm usually in vent most nights, or hit me up on the forums, uh, PM or whatever. Um, and the one final thing I wanted to mention for all AIE folks is we deployed to HED Catch for a quote-unquote late spring break. Um, so that's kind of where we deployed now. Is, is what does that um, mean? Uh, catch Catch is a region. Okay. Um, HED is the actual um, um, solar system name. I, it's HED Tax something. I forget. And um, that is where Tesla's is currently uh, deployed as a um, quote unquote summer break, which is just to go out and have fun and mess with people and living in that area. So if we um, get in game, that's where we want to find our way to. 
Yeah, but um, we can. I can talk you through if you ever catch me or Hoots or anybody else in Vent, uh, we'll be able to talk you how to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, right. the first thing we'd have you do is once you're in game and in AIU, we'd actually have you uh, blow up and come join us out in Nolsa. <laughs> start, start, start praying right away. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Now die. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in that as a, as obnoxious as that expression is. Uh, that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both Stu and Veil Geek for joining us, and our chat room for adding some great commentary. Next week, we'll be chatting with the folks in AIE Swotor. Ooh! But stay tuned as we've got some great AIE member segments coming right up, including Mega Minute, Asmus Mulgra, Overly Dramatic News, Mod Minute, Aludra's Pets, and Hunter Talk. But first, if you need to reach us, we can be found via email at podcasts at aie-guild.org. Our Twitter handles, the show itself is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at show not found. I am at Accuzod. And Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. For our guests, Veil Geek is at Veil Geek. And Stupid Genius is at underscore Super Genius. I like the underscore. He's like showing off there. Uh, <laughs> if you want to watch our show live, you can tune into our website, www.theaiepodcast.com. If you want to see one of the great things, like the posters on the walls, things you heard us talk about in the audio podcast, you can watch our old shows on YouTube. Just go to the channel name, The AIE Podcast. And last, our awesome theme you heard at the start of the show was composed by Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter. And we want to congratulate Andrew Allen and uh, I guess Brian Ibbett as well, Coverville Records. Uh, they did fund successfully. I think it was around yes. 135%. So That's I believe so awesome. um, the Andrew Allen trio will be at Nerdtacular this year playing some of the stuff from the Free Play album live. So if you're oh, at awesome. Nerdtacular, uh, you know, stay or stick around for the concerts. Uh, they they will be awesome. Wish I really wish I could go. That's just a bad weekend to travel, but it better be on the live stream because I'll be there. I'm sure it will be. Uh, so, Stu and Veil Geek, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It was great. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are.
Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Coda Minicast and all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis on the Megara encounter from the Throne of Thunder raid. This is a one phase fight where we have to take down three Hydra heads. Whichever order you choose to do it in, it is your 18's prerogative. We use two tanks and three healers. My assignment is to focus heal one tank while beaconing the other tank and assisting with raid heals. I like to keep eternal flames up on both tanks while rolling holy light and holy shock heals onto my target, building illuminated healing shields on him. When someone is affected by cinders or torn of ice, I throw an eternal flame their direction until they've positioned themselves for dispels. Hand of purity and sacrifice are nice for mitigating some of the damage to tanks caused from the debuff left from Ignite Flash and Arctic Freeze, which does stack. As that debuff stacks, damage to that tank will be heavy, so be prepared to roll divine lights onto them. The heads must be killed more than once, and each time one goes down, the other heads do a raid-wide attack called Rampage, which lasts 20 seconds. We all group up at a designated location, I drop a light's hammer and help heal the raid using Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and Light of Dawns. This is also a good time to use Divine Protection to help reduce some of the damage to self. It's pretty much rinse and repeat after this, however there are a few mechanics we need to be aware of. Cinders is a fire damage over time that needs to be dispelled. Simply move out of the raid to have it dispelled where it will leave a fire pool. With Cinders, if you can run through icy ground pools before the dispel, they will be removed. Torn of Ice is an ice beam that needs to be kited away from the raid leaving icy ground patches on the floor. If you can kite it through a fire pool, the fire pool will be removed. Acid Rain. It is a ball of acid that drops out onto the raid. The farther you run from it, the less damage you'll take. Now most of the damage comes when Rampage is being cast. However, save raid cooldowns for after the second Rampage when damage starts to be more intense. Rampage is also when you want to save use of your healing cooldowns. Damage isn't too bad at first and definitely amps up as the fight progresses. So have your divine shield available for close to the end when chances are you'll be kiting a torrent of ice out away from the raid during a rampage with bad stuff all over the ground. I hope this helps out. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thronka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is... How should I respond in that awkward moment after picking a herb someone else wanted? It is unavoidable that, on occasion, you may pick a flower that someone else was trying to harvest. You have two options when this happens. One, you can be gracious and offer the plant to the other herbalist. This is useful when you want to build goodwill. Two, you could throw the flower in your competitor's face and shout loudly that they should get off your lawn. This is useful when... Uh, oh, wait, both ways the other person gets the flower. Uh, I suggest a new third option. Tell the interloping herbalist to get out of your harvesting area or you will prune them like last year's growth. Then take their herbs. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Sophilia for this week's question. Famous storm hunter becomes the hunted. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. 
Today's news has a very sad personal connection for me. Storm Master G, a giant in the field of meteorology despite being a gnome, met an untimely end earlier this week in the farmlands of Westfall. He had been a visiting professor at the Mulgore Institute of Technology while I was a student, and I was fortunate enough to take his mesoscale meteorology class. But while Dr. G loved to teach, he was happiest when out on the plains chasing tornadoes. In the end, I suppose it's fitting that he went out doing what he loved. Technology has greatly improved the forecasting of severe weather, and Dr. G loved his gadgets. Reports from his team indicate that they were testing out a new gnomish communication device that would allow the team to communicate with each other across large distances by typing on a small keyboard. Apparently, Dr. G was so intent upon typing a reply to his second-in-command that he failed to notice a tornado drop down out of the clouds right behind him. The last message his deputy received from him was, Wait, that sounds like a freight tram awfully close. It looks like Dr. G's final lesson is that one shouldn't text and storm chase. Sadly, his body has not been found. It would appear that he is truly gnome with the wind. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. What's up guys, this is Kephas, your friendly neighborhood monk, and on this week's Mod Minute, we're talking about saved instances. Do you ever feel like that there are just too many lockouts to keep track of anymore? I mean, we've got dungeons and scenarios, we've got normal raids, and then we've got LFR with all the different wings, and then we've got world bosses, and then we've got dailies, which there are like a billion dailies. Ugh. And then you gotta multiply that by how many alts you're actually crazy enough to take through all these things. If you're having a hard time keeping track of your lockouts, wondering what you've completed, have you got Valor capped on this character, have I done this on that character, well, I've got good news for you. There's a mod called Saved Instances, and it'll keep track of all of those things. It'll keep track of your raid progression, if you've maxed out on your Valor or even your Honor and Conquest points. It'll keep track of the dailies that you've done, as well as the specific bosses you've done in LFR and World Bosses. Basically, everything you need to know about in-game, this mod will tell you, and it'll tell you from all your characters across all your servers. So if you're having a hard time keeping track of your lockouts, you need to check out Saved Instances. You can find Saved Instances on Curse. You can follow me on Twitter at TheKefis, and you can learn more about Mod Minute by heading over to modminute.blogspot.com. This is Kefis. Until next time. Luger the Mage here, finding pets first so you can catch them more easily. If you can believe it, I've been spending the majority of my Warcraft time fishing. Hey, sometimes you just need a break from the grind. Other times, there are pets involved. Like the tiny blue carp. These guys can be fished up in the open waters of the Vale of Eternal Blossoms or in crowded red-bellied mandarin pools during the Angler's event. This guy is the best carp out there. And not because he's cool, but his stats beat out his siblings by a pretty fair margin. Now, while we're on the topic, did you know there are daily fishing events? Because before I started fishing for these carps, I had no clue. Turns out, once a day, there's a place in Pandaria that just goes crazy with the fishing nodes. To find out where these events are happening, find Ben, the booming voice, who's along the path that is by the inn on the way out of Half Hill. He's standing by the river. Ben is pretty awesome. He'll not only tell you where to go fish, but he will also mark the fish's location on the map for you. Well, unfortunately, 
Now I'm out of time because I was talking so much about fishing. Crazy. Next time, I'll try to talk about the other carps that are found out there. If you like this segment or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to battlepet.net. Ready, aim, what? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is BlizzCon tickets. Welcome to Hunter Talk. Joining me as always is my Dragonhawk co-host, Flappy. It's a photo. No, Flappy, keep your eyes on the prize. Flappy and I are busy this week preparing our strategy for getting tickets to the most wonderful of all Earthbound Azeroth-related activities, BlizzCon. This week, BlizzCon tickets are going on sale. As many of you know, the tickets usually sell out really fast, and the sale time starts any minute now, uh, which is why Flappy is constantly refreshing. <laughs> Flappy, why aren't you sitting at the computer? All done! All, all done? Flappy, why is old man Doddle sitting at my computer? <laughs> He's doing what? No, no, you're supposed to be... Old man Doddles, what are you looking at? I'm checking my auctions. Old man Doddles, did you buy BlizzCon tickets? Blizz what? Who's it? Flappy. Of course it's your fault. I thought you wanted to go to BlizzCon. Why would I pack you in a suitcase? Oh, right. I did do that before. Uh, well, do we have enough money for charity dinner tickets? All done. Flappy, will you please get old man Doddles out of here? Oh, well, uh, thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big ups to Flappy. And old man Doddles. That's Johnny Feisty on Twitter. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y Because he likes you. Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. And there we have episode 144 of the AIE podcast. A big thanks to Stupid Genius and Veil Geek for coming to talk with us about AIE in EVE. Next week, we'll be chatting with the folks in a galaxy far, far away about AIE in SWOTOR. I hope you'll join us then, and thanks for listening. Like you're there!